to Parapods. So look, I'm Catherine, I'm one of the librarians at Parramatta Library and I'm here with my colleague Nissa. Hi. And uh, we're welcoming Mohan Dahl back again from, uh, well, potentially tutoring. Um, Mohan is also the CEO, Mohan, of uh, Tutoring Australia and uh, the Australian Tutoring Association. Australian Tutoring yep. Association. <laughs> Thank you. And um, and hi, also everyone. yeah, hi. And also uh, Mohan writes you know textbooks. So and I'm sure many of you are familiar. So look, students, HSC is coming up, and I know we've uh, got a program that we've posted um, previously talking to Mohan about you know tips and so on for um, students and you know parents as well. But uh, today we thought we'd just have a little bit of a discussion, you know, between the three of us and talk about the sort of resources that students need, well, particularly senior and particularly HSC students leading up to the, you know, the big exams that come up, you know, those are real rites of passage. And, um, you know, sort of the resources that you're going to need. Um, now we wanted to discuss, well, obviously the library has a big HSC collection and, you know, we uh, are really proud to say that it's probably the best collection, um, you know, certainly in New South Wales because it's our special area. So you'll find here at the library um, lots of textbooks, past papers, all the major um, publishing companies, you know, we tend to buy and also quite specialist uh, material because, you know, some of my providers provide resources to schools. So really worth checking out at your local library and of course study space too. And uh, just um, a heads up, there's going to be extra study space here at the library starting the beginning of October. So that's going to be great. So we're opening up some of our um, usually, you know, meeting room type areas every afternoon for students. And we'll hopefully have a few, uh, maybe if we can rope in a bit of help, some tutors Definitely know we'll have uh, a teacher coming in to maybe help with maths a little bit. But anyway, you know, study space is really at a premium and uh, you, you're very welcome at Parramatta. But Mohan, you know, this sort of, we were thinking, and this or two, that kind of toolkit, the resources, how, how can students really be, you know, prepared? Okay, I mean, so I'd divide uh, resources into different categories. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd divide them into textual resources electronic resources, supplementary resources, and the resources they themselves create. So you've made a really good reference to the very important foundational resources, which is the textual uh, resources that students need. That is the books that cover the course and the study guides and the past papers, which are crucial resources. And I'm really glad that you've got a good, healthy bank of those resources here. They're really useful at this stage. Um, the students should avail themselves of all of these resources and they should make sure that they're creating their own summaries and using the syllabus as a resource to guide what um, they cover in those summaries because some of the textual material may be slightly old or need updating or be uh, more full than necessary for the syllabus which is good background reading and gives context but uh, they need to be fairly judicious. So a range of textual materials, now that would include of course the notes they got from school and also any books or textual materials they get from school that supplement their courses. Nessa itself does sell um, marking guidelines and sample papers with solutions 
which if they're in the library are a fantastic resource and uh, if they are, are the, actually, yeah, yeah, so I I think, those. yeah, so I think they're a really, really good resource for students yeah. to um, understand how things are marked and uh, what they should be aiming for when they write. The second lot of resources were electronic. So this is the sorts of things that students can access to complement what they know or to reach out through peer-to-peer -peer learning um, with other people in other schools who are going and studying similar subjects. So this might be an online forum, uh, a Facebook group, uh, it might be um, Board of Studies, B-O-R-E-D of Studies, uh, where students link with one another directly and support one another in answering different parts of the syllabus or unpacking conceptual knowledge that they might find a bit tricky. Yeah, with whom, Board of Studies, okay. with whom Parramatta Library has a partnership. Oh, great. So we're actually going to be running a few workshops for um, students doing HSC uh, maths and chemistry. So look in our program and see when we're doing those. I That's think great. So up the weekends. They're probably the most well-badged student resource. Mm -hmm. uh, so that link is fantastic. You're, the students who come here have a, a huge advantage in your link with that network. Yeah. Um, so electronic resources also include though things like, depending on the subject, um, for economics, business studies, legal studies, uh, accessing cases or up-to-date statistics or material, um, checking out news sources so that the students can be as contemporary as possible when they're answering questions uh, and are supplementing what they know with reference to relevant authority that is current. Um, so that's also really useful. Um, the third lot of resources are the physical resources, a space to be. You've got great spaces here where they can study. Um, a space at home which isn't in their bedroom, they can uh, double up as a serious study space. But then having actually what they need, a working lap laptop, um, a USB key to store things so that they can go from place to place. Um, things like pens that work, paper to write on, all of those functional things and a clear plastic water bottle carrying water so that they're well set up to not be distracted by needing stuff or looking for things. Um, so those would be the main resources. Now they should not preclude themselves as a resource. That is, if they write summaries that then becomes a resource that they can use and have assessed by their teachers. Um, they should be trying to create both visual and well-written summaries, not necessarily on computer. Um, to help themselves, uh, to help test themselves against their understanding of key concepts in a course. So, summing, speaking about some of the electronic resources, I know some of the textbooks actually have. Don't they have like sometimes um, like a code you can use to log in and check out further stuff online as well? Yes, they do. So, um, uh, Jacaranda, for example, has Jack Online, and that. Um, Earth resource is meant to be continually updated so that the URLs are forever fresh, which means if there's a reference to a case study, um, that material is always present. Some of the maths resources have answers and fully worked solutions online so the students can basically teach themselves as well. So you're right, uh, where uh, books have codes um, and students can access those resources, that can be extremely useful for them as well. Yeah. And Catherine, speaking of legal studies, um, isn't there like the State Library has some resources, especially for legal, I know they have Find Legal Answers, which a lot of people use 
you know, not just students, but people who have, say, fencing disputes or things with neighbours or just basic, like, they want to make a will and they would look up these resources online. Would you recommend that for legal studies students as well? Yeah, well, this is a, the State Library. I don't know, uh, Mohan, yeah. if you're familiar with their resources, but they have, yeah, actually very specific uh, legal studies resources. Mm. They had a very good library up until about a year ago called LIAC, the Legal Information Access Centre, and then the funding was pulled from that. Now, I've seen more recently they do have cases, and those cases are annotated for the course. So a judicious search by students should help them get up-to-date materials. But there are other resources as well, like the Rule of Law Institute, which produce excellent resources, and um, then some of their tutoring businesses and other publishers that also might have resources, some of which are free and available online as well. Yeah. Well, um, well, apart from um, those, um, those kind of resources, uh, you know, obviously uh, students can avail themselves of, um, during the student vacation, the uh, sort of special sort of uh, couple of day courses that run at various um, universities, universities yep. um, tutoring yep. um, companies. Yep. Um, so uh, there are some like HSE in the holidays, which uh, has a good reputation. They run in uh, Macquarie University, UTS, Sydney University, etc. Um, and students should check those out. Uh, I would urge them to be careful. Um, in different subject areas, <coughs> there is a different levels of quality of presenters. So my recommendation would be if students are seeking out these courses, they should do a Google search of the provider and also of the person, the specific person running each session, and check whether they're a published author and or they're a HSE marker and they're currently teaching. So if they do that, then they won't be wasting their time. Uh, there are some tutoring businesses that simply pull up anyone who is a teacher and have them present, and that might, students can find they waste their time as well and their money. So they just need to be a little bit careful. Yeah. Well, Mohan, you're a, a study guide writer and yeah. we have many of Mohan's books in our library uh, for, I think, it's Dot Point, one of the imprints yep. that you write for, yeah. And, uh, and and also, you know, you're a leader at Potentia. Um, and I know you have a series of, you know, programs too, yep. as, you know, do many others. So you know, while we don't recommend anybody in particular, certainly, as you suggest, you know, reputable as you say, textbook writers and yeah. teachers. Yeah, they need to be critical. I yeah. expect students who come to any course that I run be as critical about what they're getting oh. as they would be for anyone else. Um, reputation means nothing if you're not getting what you need. And what people need is sound advice, uh, a mapping to the syllabus, really good um, support around how to answer questions that will help them updated uh, materials and also people who are across the details so they don't need to research. That is, they're so familiar with the trends in the HSC and with contemporary knowledge of the syllabus that they're not wasting the student time. Now, there are many teachers who are like that who run these courses across Sydney and in different places, um, but I'm always very protective of students and their interests, so I think that um, I would be an advocate for them first and expect them you know, just to do a little bit of judicious research about who's running what course. Catherine, I know we've had in the past quite a few notable uh, presenters in the library, people who are experts in their field, and we've got quite a good program coming up for HSC Talks in the library, I understand. Yeah, well, 
Lisa, um, the, um, the Board of Studies moderators, um, uh, several of those young men actually have been writing. Um, it's, it's really in the maths and the, and the chemistry field that we've um, sort of forged that relationship with those young academic um, guys. And um, yeah, basically, they have been writing textbooks for the Maths Association of is New it? South Wales. New South yeah. Wales. Yeah. Um, you know, and those resources are great resources. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's actually coming up on October twelfth. So, and of course, you know, a few just a few weeks later, um, the uh, exams start. But Mahan, I was going to ask you um, the the subjects that students are really having trouble with, because well, we're getting right towards the the business end of the year. Yeah. And if like, what's your advice, for example? If students are just finding, say, maybe the writing part of the English course yeah. really problematic, because in my experience, that is a real issue with young yeah, um, yeah, HSC it students. It is. It's an issue for English. It's an issue for history, for legal studies, for economics, for business studies. Knowing how to write a structured, cohesive response to an answer that addresses the question well. Now what you find is that following the trials, students take one of two paths. They can lose confidence and feel like it's all too hard and feel like no matter what effort they make, they can't improve. My experience tells me students who even get 60 or 70 in a subject in trials, if they work hard between the trial and the HSE, can actually get a band six in a subject. And that has been my consistent experience as a teacher. But what it requires is for students to put aside their disappointment, to not allow what they've done in the past to define them, and to say, right, in the time remaining, I can do really well. So how do they do it? The best way to do it is through practice and through getting feedback. Now, practice means getting past papers and writing answers to questions, and then approaching their teachers or mentors through the library um, who can give them judicious feedback. Now, at that point, what they do next is crucial if they then rewrite a piece and rewrite it and rewrite it until it's good, they will then know what the standard is. What happens when they do this successive iteration of writing is they learn to become very good writers. Secondly, they learn how a marking criteria applies to writing. But thirdly, they're so familiar now with themes or um, thesis around a book or a text or a part of a course that they actually need, need to memorize less because they know it more. So in these ways, um, it's not too late. With plenty, of practice, with plenty of practice and iteration, students can have every chance to do very well in the HSE. Oh, that's encouraging, isn't it? Yeah. Catherine, so I know um, the HSC and education is sort of your specialist area as a librarian. Mm. Um, and I know each of the branches has a dedicated HSC collection, so across all of our branches, whether the larger ones or smaller ones. What sort of changes have you seen in the kind of items, like the kind of resources we've had over the years? I know we've got a lot of, for example, DVDs for the Shakespeare collection, a lot of, like you, you're quite, I think, quite good at buying a lot of those resources so students have the best possible selection, the study guides, the textbooks. Have you seen a lot of changes or are there more like some new additions that you would like to highlight? Yeah, well that's a good question Nissa and as Mohan would uh, uh, no doubt know as well, there's been quite a lot of change to the syllabus, Mohan, the 2019 
um, uh, in, there was a new math syllabus introduced, chemistry, so the sciences. Physics as well. Yep. Um, yeah, physics. And, Biology. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, also, also um, legal studies and economics. They haven't been updated yet. There has been a new commerce syllabus, but the um, the point you're making is that there has been a large change in syllabus, mm -hmm. and that because I know the library buys well, and I know you do have a judicious uh, set of resources, mm -hmm. students might find that their teachers are drawing from old and new texts, and it would be smart for them to look at the resources the library has, and to make sure that the they're across all of the latest changes to the syllabus, so they can practice best for the upcoming HSE. Yeah, well indeed that's the sorts of programs and the sorts of resources that we want to highlight here at the library is very current and up to date. Mm. And we're so lucky that we have a good budget and that City of Parramatta has mm. been, you know, really quite blessed and it's been our special area. Mm. So uh, I, I would say that the resources that we have, you know, are very current. Um, there is still some older resources in the library, but we're pretty prudent in sort of, you know, picking out, you know, sort of... Um, Can I follow Nessa's question? Yeah, so if a student wanted to watch a play with a DVD, is there a place in the library where they can put on headphones and uh, see these? Mohan, actually, um, sadly, we don't have a specific sort of room where it's an audio-visual sort of room. But, I mean, certainly we have sort of computers and, of course, Wi-Fi with... Um, or, I mean, we have sort so of... So can stream. Yeah, yeah, so certainly. And I mean, I know talking to teachers and students, there's a lot of material that can be streamed now. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. that even though we have... You but know, they can borrow the DVDs and take them home. And yeah, they can, yeah, borrow, they can, yeah, they can take them home because we've got a very... Uh, we've got uh, like an adult DVD collection, but we've got a very generous HSC DVD mm. collection which Catherine's been building up, which includes yeah. Yeah. different versions of Shakespeare plays, whether they're, the you know, like a Michael Fassbender uh, mm. version or like a really old one with Richard Burton. Um, so we've got a lot of those. We've got obviously computers in the library that people can use to uh, watch any resources they need to, audiovisual ones, as long as they use earphones <laughs> and don't disturb anyone else. Uh, we've got DVD players you can borrow at the desk if you um, have you know, a device that uh, doesn't have like a, a DVD um, input system. True. So yeah, and so, throughout the library we've got plenty of resources, free Wi-Fi, people can use that. Um, I just wanted to highlight one thing about our electronic resources. We actually have a, a few databases. Um, if you go to the library website, um, go into the library website and you click on e-resources, uh, it will take you to our online library. And then if you click on years 7 to 12, it comes up with a little box um, and we've got a few different subjects underneath that, English, science, history and so forth. If you click through those, it will lead you to a few resources which you may find useful, like ANZRC um, and Bloom's Literary Reference Online. So that's yeah. also a resource you might want to check out if yeah. you're looking for some. Yeah, definitely, Nisa. That's thanks for pointing that out. And Mohan, have you got any sort of final, perhaps? Uh tips for the students it's all happening pretty soon and it's so encouraging that you know you're you know you're saying look don't worry yeah. if you've done your trials yeah. and you yeah. want to improve you know you definitely can absolutely can um i would encourage students not type their responses i'd encourage their handwrite their responses yeah. uh so at this stage i'd say get off your laptop uh, by all means use uh, electronic resources for research and for doing some reason notes etc etc but if they're actually writing or practicing exams i'd say use pen and paper 
and practice and plan to time accordingly. So that would be the biggest single piece of advice at this stage because that would be the best preparation for what they're actually going to face. That's fantastic. Mohan, thank you for being here today, so generously giving your time. I know you're a very busy person. Yeah, thank you. And just uh, as a last thing, um, the programs in the libraries, the talks um, that we promote, uh, if you're interested in them, you could go to the library catalogue and click on upcoming events, which should take you to the booking page, or you could go to Parramatta Council's page, Living in Community, Library, and then HSE workshops. Um, you could also uh, like our Facebook page, Parramatta Library's Facebook page, and then under events, it will also take you to the booking page through Eventbrite. So that's also uh, a way you can, uh, yeah, just, you know, book in and access, access some of the, the wonderful programs. talks that we put on. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and remember, look everywhere for good programs that are coming up uh, in the next few weeks. And. Um, well, great. Thanks for being here, everybody. And thank we're you. going to say goodbye. Yeah, thank you. And if you'd like to subscribe, uh, you just need to go to iTunes podcasts, look for Parapods, go to Podbean uh, and look for the same. Or you could go to the library website um, underneath our blog, you'll find Parapods. So we'll talk to you next time. Yeah, go students. Material presented in this podcast is for general information only. Any opinions expressed in the podcast are those of the guest speaker who do not necessarily represent the views of City of Parramatta Council. City of Parramatta Council is not responsible for any injury, loss or damage which you may directly or indirectly suffer in connection with this podcast.